Hello, the internet. Uh-oh. It's your favorite substitute teacher coming in to teach y'all a lesson on how to be a good person. Or I don't know, or at least a savvy podcast consumer. Well, welcome to season 151, episode one of the Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. Everybody knows this show. It's the number one rated news show on Earth. We just number overtook one, The two, Daily uh, from the New York Times. So, you know, a shout out to all the Zeit gang for helping us make that happen, allegedly. Uh, but look, everybody knows what this show is. Every day we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, get so grossed out, start dry heaving. And then we say, uh, officially, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, fuck Fox News. Fuck fondant on cakes. Yeah. That's a new one we added because they Whoa. fuck up wedding cakes. What is fondant? It's just too much. Like it's overwhelming. Chalk. Yeah, it's just a weird sheet of texture that no one needs it. And Rush Limbaugh, Ben Shapiro, Tucker Carlson, all the rest of the white supremacists. Yes, please leave. Please go. It's Monday, September 14th, 2020. My name is Miles Gray, a.k.a. I don't have the instrumental, but pretend you're hearing uh, This is Gravel Pit by Wu-Tang. Check out my party slit. TDZ's what we're fucking with. Because we were talking about, okay, the Wu-Tang video with, uh, you know, being a good promotional vehicle for the McRib. That's where that came from. Christy Yamaguchi main caught that reference, spun that into AKA, turned that just dirt into gold, straight up alchemy. So shout out to you at Yama underscore Gucci main, G-U-C-C-I-M-A-N-E. He had, you know, he's he's on the run from the Twitter fed, so he has to kind of keep him guessing. Uh, but that's what that is. And now I have the privilege, the honor, uh, and just, just, it's just the pure enjoyment of having this experience of introducing my guest co-host during this wild ride while Jack goes to scout Mars to see if it's if it's good enough for us to live on. Please welcome <laughs> the greatest, uh, I would say, uh, you know, the 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 scourge of the uh, Unicode Consortium, uh, yes, the person who's haunting me. them, the 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 fucking the proponent, the 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 lifter of resurfacing machines, Lil Zam herself, Jamie Loftus. Zamboni once told me ice resurfacer emoji. I made the smallest Zam in the decks. I was looking for some fun that resurfacers got spunk to make ice really flat like a floorboard. Do do. <laughs> Which I like that it just like really bravely chooses not to rhyme at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's just on, like a floorboard. Yeah. Or just like flat like a, I guess, yeah, fine. Fuck it. Let's just do that. That's that's, that's the joke, I guess, you know, human That's jokes. from my friend in your Zamboni. Zamboni. That was written prior to uh, to my rejection from Unicode, which... Um, you know, it is kind of fun to have a new irrational enemy, and I and I take Unicode on as, as yeah, my, I as mean, my new fun enemy. For people who don't know, the fucking the the ghouls at the Unicode Consortium, they oh. are the people. They are the gatekeepers of emojis. Okay, to get an emoji included in like across all phones and mobile devices, the Unicode Consortium has to come down from on high and say, "Yes, we will create avocado emoji. We will create bacon. We will create mm-hmm. burrito." But no zamboni, no zamboni. No, I'm sorry. Zamb- I got a series of passive aggressive emails. One of which sort of made sense, but made it clear that they hadn't opened the document. I, I mean, <laughs> right. listen, you can uh, you listen know- to Alex Schmidt's podcast on the topic, but the difference is 
he was successful. And yeah. I, and but well, you know. I think what we need to do is actually we need to like any great campaign is we need to mobilize our allies in Scandinavia and other cold countries where ice sports are respected and exalted. And say yeah. um, they're trying to leave out a critical piece of infrastructure that gives us the winter sports we love and hold so dearly. Had uh, a lot of Canadians in the comments being like, "I actually am am feeling disrespected." Yeah, by this I'm not even gonna, look. I played hockey. Full disclosure, so yeah. I have a connection to the Zamboni, but I believe it's worthwhile. And you know what? We'll we'll figure out a way to do this with the collective might of Zeitgang. Because look, we, we can we can do anything. Good use of energy. And if time, we can get this show to number agree. one, the number one podcast in the world <laughs> right now, then there's fucking emoji easy. But before we do that, we got to yeah. bring in our guest, someone yeah. who. I love having on because her takes ain't She's fakes. Her takes are real and they hit harder than steel. It's the one and only <laughs> Zara Norbach. What's up? There she is. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, the sheer lung power. Yeah, for I you, especially you're up in the bay too with the I air am. quality not great. Or I am and I I, I go outside and I blow the ash away with my enthusiasm. Wow. Yes. Mm. Yes. We need more of that. So we need more enthusiastic people to go outside and just scream at the smoke. 2020. Can... <laughs> oh, I lost it. How the long have you been in the in. how long you been in the bay now? Because I know last time were you on your way up there? Were you quite settled up there? You were in LA still? Yeah, I I went up to go see my folks, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm here, and uh, I think it's been twenty thousand years, twenty five days, two 20, hours. Twenty thousand, no, yeah, twenty thousand years. Twenty thousand years, yeah, I think you, I think that was right. right. Twenty, 20 thousand leagues mm-hmm. under Alabia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was I I love that uh, graphic novel you wrote. It is fantastic. <laughs> if you haven't read Twenty <laughs> Leagues Under the Labia yet by Zara Norbox, please check that out uh, wherever you get your independent <laughs> comics. Um, so yeah, Zara, we're all I think we're all on the West Coast now dealing with the smoke. I get constant messages from people who are not in this state who just look at like a couple photos and are thoroughly freaked out, which they should be because it is a horrific uh, yes. situation here. Uh, and the it's air. Mars. I can't get over that the air quality and like how much I'm coughing up stuff. Like, look, full disclosure: if I smoke three blunts like at in a night, <laughs> I can cough up some dark things in my mucus. Okay, mm. but now not even smoking, I'm like I'm already getting things in there. Uh, but that's not for here or there. That's for my doctor tomorrow. My air my quality partner. level is at a Bernie Sanders level right oh, now. <laughs> Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I was gonna say how how are you how are how are things where you are like is it it's just over is it overwhelming wonderful wonderful it's no okay check this out this morning I get woken up to leaf blowers oh Oh. and I'm just like why 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 please take the day off than ever I'll (laughs) pay you to take the day off also. It's just ash. Like I literally was looking at a cloud of ash and right. dry leaves whirling like a tornado in the air. Oof. That That's is a, I, I will get, say that is a very 2020 poll quote of like it's just ash. Take the Yeah, off. right. <laughs> like 2021 will be like don't worry it's just ash from human remains. It's you just know? ash. Like, it's just ash though in the end of like of people. Anyway, before we get too 
too funny on this podcast on this Monday. <laughs> uh, let's take give people a little bit of a preview. Obviously, Zara, we're gonna we're gonna dive into your brain a little bit more. Dive uh, but into my brain. The things we got coming up. Okay. Uh, we're going to have to check in with the, I chimed in with a, haven't you people ever heard of not causing a fucking panic? Uh, no panic at the shit show. It continues because now we have, there's all little nooks and crannies and nuggets that are coming out of this. A new one, uh, this time about Mohammed bin Salman, uh, as well as some more defense weird logic deployed by Fox and friends to try and excuse uh, Trump's admissions. Uh, then we'll talk a little bit. I just saw this story about Connecticut high school football. And mm -hmm. I did not know uh, that so quickly you could get people mobilized uh, over the cancellation of a high school sports season, but I get it. Uh, but it's a little bit, it's, it, it, this is interesting, interesting times we're in. Uh, then we'll also talk a little bit about uh, some, some more super spreader events this time a rally a trump rally in michigan uh, a little bit more oh info on those trump boat parades and like why these things like why they're so lit and sort of what the subconscious uh, motivation is of doing stuff like this and mm -hmm. then we're gonna have to talk about good news for catholics y'all can bang guilt free now without <laughs> having the devil breathing down your back okay <laughs> hey wow. what's that on? Oh, my, uh oh what was that on my back the devil uh no but don't feel bad about it <laughs> but that uh, was part of the kink of it the devil <laughs> like, on your back right or, or just yeah, or like without yeah. the devil on my back or making up other sexual activities you could do that like weren't explicitly outlined in the bible and being like no we're good with this one because i don't i don't read <laughs> i don't see this specifically in the text of the good book uh then mm -hmm. we'll talk a little bit you know because jamie's here we got to bring in some good news for Babu Frick Hive, for people who love the character Babu Frick from the last Star Wars movie, I think maybe has replaced Darth Vader uh, for me as my favorite character in Star Most Wars. iconic Star Wars oh, character. Oh, 100%. Yeah. This is people... really exciting news for about 12 people. I'm, I'm yeah. thrilled. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, um, this is why we do it. Uh, yeah, and the devil on your back. <laughs> yeah. But first, but first, but first, Zara, Zara, Zara. What is something from my, your search history <laughs> that's revealing about who you are? I just searched the Grand Canyon. Mm. Ooh. What is that? My what, what escape hatch. That's my Ooh. escape. That was my escape. I thought, I was like, how? Because, okay, so to get away from the smoke in California, for those of you who are not in it right now, mm -hmm. you would need to travel 100 miles. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? That's how far we got to go? Yeah, at least, at least. God damn. A hundred miles. Damn. So I was like, mm, where's somewhere cool to just like go? Mm -hmm. And I was like, how about the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Because like if I, if I travel down to LA, there's smoke there. Mm -hmm. Gotta go there's east, a right? wildfire in San Diego. Mm -hmm. You go up further north, there's more smoke, yep. including in Oregon where it's even worse. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, the Grand Canyon. And I'll just, I'm going to roll. I want to roll down the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> like a barrel Like log roll? roll? Like just like arms to your sides and be like, woo! Mm, no, I want to keep my limbs out so they break. Oh, okay. Oh, you just want to mangle yourself. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see. Because, you know, 2020, why does it get to initiate all the damage? I just want to yeah. see what I can do. Just like a kid, be like, I bet I could survive that. Let me just I just, try. I want to see, I want a picture of myself at the bottom looking like a broken matchstick. That's what <laughs> I want. 
Oh, the thoughts we have. Love that energy you're bringing. <laughs> Jamie, you got away from the smoke. Well, you were away from the smoke. Did you come back towards yes. the smoke as your your great journey across these United States came to a conclusion, or was that the uh, fire already began? We the fire had. We got here. <laughs> Lucky us, we got here right in time for the fire to start. Oh wow! Because Great. the party simply doesn't start until That's, no, yeah. but but yeah, no, we we uh, did not get here. We got here, I think, the day before fires mm-hmm. really started kicking up, and um, yeah, we actually we almost stopped at the Grand Canyon, but then <gasps> it was like, no, oh, there's probably I don't know if there's going to be too many people there. Traveling is so confusing that it's mm. just like impossible to know, to know like where is it safest to stop? I think the answer is no. It's true. Yeah. 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 I went to Yosemite and it was packed with people, no masks. Uh, oh, that's the thing yeah, a lot of people just never know. People like the idea of like outside equals no mask. Inside mask, outside no mask, uh, which, you know, I get that it's a completely different scenario, but like when you're in a crowd and stuff, like you kind of want to feel like, okay, is everybody kind of on the same page here on how we're going to get through this versus like, I can't possibly, I'm getting mask knee. I can't, I can't keep this on all day <laughs> right. and talk. I'm like, which is a real thing. What? Mask, mask knee is definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just something I really like embraced as a part of my life. I got a weird point. pimple on my nose from having it all covered all the time. Oh, weird. yeah. Anyway, you got to get that. mascutane. Mascutane yeah. is the shit. <laughs> I haven't been plucking my chin hairs for months, mask. and then I I, I, I went in because of the mask. You don't need to worry about it. But then I, I know, really it's great. really mm. hit. I really pulled some that I was like, oh wow, it was actually really becoming a situation <laughs> yeah. under there. It mask could be the mask knee or the. It could be the mask or maybe like the two pints of ice cream I can stress eat in one sitting. Oh uh, my go. god! So, I don't know. Maybe that gave me the pimple. I don't know. I'm gonna blame the masks. Not, let's say it's the mask. Ice cream the, never hurt nobody. Have, no, ice cream is what you use to put on the mask knee. <laughs> Just a, <laughs> an ice cream mask spot treatment, like Mario yes. Badescu. Yes, mm. yes, that's mm-hmm. what you need. We don't know about that, uh, Zara. What's something you think is overrated besides your limbs? Lungs. <laughs> okay. My lungs. Yeah, I don't need you them. I don't need them. Go off, you lungless queen. Let me know. I don't need my lungs. <laughs> I, I when I open my mouth, I want it to sound like a carp. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, we don't need we don't need lungs, right? I mean, everything is attacking our lungs this year. Yeah, it's true. No lungs, November. That's oh my, wow. Yeah. Yeah, no it lungs in November. Be. That's oh, that's you're right. It might I be no lungs November from all the screaming. Uh, if people have yeah, to take the streets over a contested election, I don't know. Could be no are, lungs for any reason. We are coping. Yeah, <laughs> Zeit gang, right in your favorite coping food. You know what I mean? Because look, fish food. They, they know me at Seven Eleven, and when it's not in there, I'm like, where's the fish food at, bro? <laughs> I like to, I like to, I like to keep all the chocolate fish in the corner of my mouth when I have a big bite. And then I bring them to the middle and I enjoy the chocolate fish as their own sort of mm. thing. And that's how I get down with Ben and Jerry's. Um, <laughs> Zara, what's, <laughs> yeah, Mascutane. Shout out Mascutane and Ret- what's the other one? Uh, that Accutane was the one that used to like give kids like wild problems too. Oh, yeah. And you can't, yeah, you can't get pregnant safe. on Mascutane. You can't. Oh, right. Oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. That, that used to be like the low-key way to get birth control in high school. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's right. Yes, I remember that because they were like, no, nah, low-key. Like, they're like, Unless you have the devil on your back, 
Her skin is perfect. Yeah, they have they have sex in his Bronco on Sunny Slope after school. <laughs> okay, damn, that's a lot of that information. Uh, Zara, what's something you think is underrated? Bottles of wine. Damn. Ooh. Have okay. a bottle. Why share? Right. <laughs> uh, try to agree. try to work your way up to a bottle a day. Ooh, I mean, last time wasn't it your birthday when you came on? Oh, 20,000 years ago? Wasn't that the last time you were on? I could have swore because we were like, yo, let's, like, because I think you were like, I want some box wine. I think it was mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah or box 20, 000, wine. One of them. Yeah. One of those. And, and I'm done with the wine now. Mm-hmm. So it's time I to might move. Yeah. I might move to gin. I've been like whining it Ooh. up. Mm-hmm. Whining, dutty whining. Okay. Just, yeah. Just like, you know, like, do I want, Tequila, I'm not there yet. I feel like I don't I don't know about you guys, but I've been like really selective about my alcohol during pandemic quarantine. Yeah. I'm a social right? drinker most of the time, so I haven't drinking as much. But when See, I do, I have like I have very specific desires. So if I go to the store and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm I want some beer, I'd always be like, I want this very specific thing, or I want like this kind of thing or whatever. It's never yes. like yeah. I don't know, what is there? Wine? Sure. <laughs> Well, there are some alcohols that are like super social alcohols. Right. Mm-hmm. Smashing tequila by yourself at home is one great. thing. But, you it's know, not the best vibe, tequila, soda, and lime outside. It's hot. You can Make enjoy that. Yeah. I, I was, I, I went chaos at the beginning of the pandemic and I was like, we're getting a box of Franzia and it's just, <laughs> it is what it is. But I've, I've tried to, do you ever have like a moment in your life where you're like, I need to slightly treat myself the smallest bit better. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, <laughs> no more Franzia. And I pivoted to Boda boxes. Hey, oh, yeah. Little, the Boda it's box. It's a little nicer. It's a little nicer. It tastes Looks better. Nice. And it feels um, less chaotic to have a Boda box. Okay. Yeah, but you know okay. what? If you get the really high end wines, mm-hmm. then you don't have a hangover the next day. That's true. The Boda can't true? say that for the Boda box. Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. that? What's the deal? I'm, look, I'm so ignorant when it comes to shit like what? this. So break it down for me. What's? Oh why my is, god, it makes such a difference. Tell me it's this, like, Zara. Why? How could? What could possibly be wrong with cheap ass wine? <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the food coloring. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, there's food coloring in it. <laughs> oh, you love to see it. Wait for real? Oh, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, how do you get those like right? deep yellows? <laughs> Are you sure that's I, wine? Yeah. I don't know. That's the bottle you know, they pass around on my corner. So gorgeous wine yellows that everyone That's true. Like for. when you look at a bottle of like uh like Livingston, you know what I mean? Like the the mm-hmm. 7-Eleven wine and shit, that like Chardonnay or whatever, you're like, that is a deep, deep hue. And even me <laughs> as a non-wine drinker, it looks like a bottle of flat beer. Uh but it looks cool. like Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, no, I no dew the- slander out here though. <laughs> the the Wisconsin uh, wine bottle design while I was up there uh, is just such a treat. It's yeah. so the, the it is the there are some local wine companies near where we were staying that had a very uh, graphic design is my passion uh, mm. kind of energy on the label where it was okay. a lot of fonts. Uh, oh yeah, just a, a lot of fonts. But the wine was good. But there was a lot of fonts. I didn't know there was a Wisconsin wine country. Shout out to there, them. They make yeah, ice wine or I, I don't know that much. Of, I don't know. It was like fruit wine. So I think it was okay. like, 
I don't I don't know that much about wine. Look, but... uh Wisconsin Wine Zeit Gang, let us know. Wisconsin Wine Twitter, please hop in our mentions. What's the please. best Wisconsin wine? You make Educate ice wine because it's cold up there? You know? I don't know. Maybe. I'm ignorant. Well, that's all I know. And finally, Zara, what's a myth? What's something that people think is true that you know to be false or vice versa? Outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not real. Mm-hmm. I know it now. Ooh. Wow. I've been inside many, many days. Uh-huh. And I know there is no outside. Mm. Just comparatively. I'm comforted by this. Yeah. Mm. My FOMO has gone away now. Knowing that <laughs> See? the only thing See? that is real are these four walls and these faces changing on this laptop screen. <laughs> Here I am with my mascutane and my red lipstick. Mm-hmm. And your nice wine. And my nice wine. As, There's and no this, outside. And this has nothing to do with the uh, just nihilism that goes along with creeping wildfires and climate change and things like that. What's nihilism when nothing matters? Oh, wow. Damn. Wow. Damn. Excuse me. I'm going to wow. go roll down the Grand Canyon. I'll be right <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Got to go. I mean, yeah. I'm it's, doing uh, fine. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I, I can you're like turning into Kramer from the Kenny Rogers episode where all that red light was coming through his window and it was like messing him <laughs> yes. up. And like the red skies of the uh, like Northern California, so you're like, people. oh, really? Yes. That's how I feel. Like when I look at like people I know in the Bay and I'm seeing photos of like their lives too. And I'm like, that's got to be a, I mean, at least here it just looks like shit and it smells awful and there's ash coming down. But like. The red sky, the red planet oh vibe is, feels very disconcerting. It's okay. not just red. It's dark. It's right. blocking out the sun. Like, isn't oh. this how the dinosaurs went? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Wow. Aww. I mean, I'm resourceful like a pterodactyl. I'll turn into a parrot on the other end. I'll make it. Oh, shit. Okay. I've been considering marathoning all the land before times. Maybe it'll be like kind of comforting to be like, Mm. hey, they had a good run. (laughs) Yeah. Look how much fun they had before that whole. What happens when we when we are extinct and other new intelligent life forms become like the top? Like it'll be like dinosaurs, then humans, then like the bleep 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 people or whatever organisms that that we were so cute. They're I know like, they. Oh, I want to be a bleep bleep. Yeah, there's like a Jurassic Park movie, but it's just about like podcasters. Just <laughs> I don't know. This is what they did. These tricks running. These were the scariest the people during that time, based on <laughs> the utter destruction that was caused by their mouths. Okay, well, with that, uh, let's take a quick break, look into our souls, and figure out if this is what we what we want to keep doing. And we'll be mm-hmm. right back, and we're gonna pay some bills. And we're back, and uh, let's let's get into some news. You know, uh, it's, do it. The, the president had a wild week last week. You know, because he was out here going to his taped confessionals with Father Woodward uh, at the church, um, mm-hmm. in which he would confess all of his deepest, darkest secrets, like you know, doing diet genocide on the country, um, <laughs> and you know, the needle's not really moving. But you know, when nothing matters, <laughs> how can you be nihilistic? But <laughs> Now there's like even more material for Americans to just roll their eyes at and just get grossed out by. So there's another excerpt from the book Rage by Bob Woodward. 
um, in which now there is a, a, an interesting interaction in which the president describes talking about the crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia. And, you know, I, just that little old thing. What was that? The Jamal Khashoggi murder when he ordered mm-hmm. the brutal murder and kidnapping of uh, Jamal Khashoggi, but on on foreign soil in Turkey. OK, I think we all remember that. <laughs> I know it was 40,000 years ago, but most of y'all remember this. So what happens is this is what he writes, that uh, Trump called him Woodward on January 22nd, shortly after going to the economic forum in Davos. And so he said, you know, he wanted to kind of press him about this to find out what his feelings were. This is what Woodward told Trump. He said, quote, the people at the Post are upset about the Khashoggi killing. Uh, And, you know, that is one of the most gruesome things you yourself have said. And Trump responds, yeah, but Iran is killing 36 people a day. So Um, that was his first response. And then after a little back and forth, he goes back. Trump says, I saved his ass, referring to uh Mohammed bin Salman and and following mm-hmm. Khashoggi's murder, quote, I was able to get Congress to leave him alone. I was able to get them to stop. Now, the White House had no comment uh, after this nugget. No kidding. Yeah. And now, I don't know. This doesn't, I mean, the whataboutism is truly something. It's like, yeah, he, uh, this is an American that was dismembered. I don't, yeah, but I don't know if you heard about what's going on in Iran. So I'm just going to ignore what you just said. Because I've thought of this other thing. Yeah. That's one guy. How about 36? And what are you doing? What a anyway. swerve. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so, you know, these are the kinds of stories that come out where we already knew this, that mm. this is what he was doing. Like he was, Trump was never taking this seriously. He was, even though all of the intelligence was like, Mohammed bin Salman directed this. Di- this was direct from him for this action to take place. Mm. Very little done. And then even to hear him, it's like it's almost like more fucked up in a way, because like we already knew that the president was covering for Mohammed bin Salman and had yeah. no interest in rocking the boat because of arms sales mm. and just having a strategic you know, place to park your war parts in that part of the world. Now, it just feels like the knife just kind of goes in like deeper. You know what I mean? Because you're like, I don't need you to hear you confirm this shit like we knew you like. But that's been I mean, that's but that was the uh, I mean, I I am interested in a in a cutting way uh yeah, to yeah. to hear what is inside of Woodward's new book and but, but his I mean it's not his fault like but his his books on Trump it's like you it's it's bizarre it's like it's all just confirming things that we already knew instead of mm. revealing you know <laughs> revealing anything it's just like oh no just if you were wondering if he was just well aware of what he was doing yeah. and didn't give a shit here's a pull quote where he just confirms that he and was well have aware. Audio. I have it on tape too if you want to hear him Right. If you want to hear him say, it's just like you can have like this Dolby surround sound, you know, version of confirming what we already knew. Um, It's I mean, I'm very glad that the historical documents exist. But in the moment, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, we know they don't want you to be friends with Iran because we're about to hit second election Ahmadinejad. Mm. Mm. Too real. Yeah, <laughs> three real, uh, actually, <laughs> if I can be so blunt. Uh, and meanwhile, Trump is still reeling from his uh, Ant- Antipa comments, uh, anti-panic, as I like to call it. He's Antipa. Oh. Yeah, he's Antipa because uh, he don't Swish. want to panic nobody. Um, and so conservatives are have been 
I mean, we've seen it. They have been more than willing to throw their useless bodies on top of this shit grenade and just making things worth worse. Whether shit that's grenade like grenade is the best image I have come across to date. Well, you just hop done, on it and sir. just covered punk in it. Band name too. Shit grenade. Shit grenade. Oh yeah. We are shaking it. Grenade. One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I like the lead singer's timbre of their voice. What was that? Yeah, it's, the lead singer grenade. is a baby. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, shit grenade. Anyway, uh, so you know they're they're obviously willing to just debase themselves no matter what. Tucker Carlson compared Trump to fucking Ugh, who was it? Worst. FDR. It was like the absolute what? worst thing. Yeah, because he was like, oh, he, no, I didn't. He say didn't that. say that when he said there's nothing to fear but fear itself. He wasn't. All that to say was just sort of like. Oh, that's a great impression. That people didn't drag FDR when he was acknowledging bad things. Like he didn't. People knew the Great Depression was fucked up, so it's not <laughs> like he had to be like, "Guys, the Great Depression. Don't panic about that thing you've already been living in the midst of." This is my inaugural. You know, it's like anyway. I wish people were a little bit more in tune with history, but yeah, with this specifically. Um, so the most recent just smooth brain defense yeah, of happened? the president comes from Brian Kilmeade. From Trump's favorite morning kids TV show, Fox and Friends, or as I call it, mm. Yo Maga Maga. And as they, they were really interested in this one because they wanted to say, like, you know, the president didn't do anything wrong. Like, that's just the line they got to do. Even though he said he completely obscured the the threat of COVID-19, people are still just like, no, 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 that's not that's not what actually happened. And let me just set this up. This okay. this happened on 9-11, um, not 9-11-2001, on September 11th on, on Friday of this last week, where Rudy Giuliani was on Fox and Friends to, you know, sundown on camera and talk about 9-11 and various other things. So this is where Brian Kilmeade spins off of Giuliani's like anecdotes about 9-11 to defend the president. Okay. There's so much you just said that is so uh, applicable to today. Number one, you heard about an attack and you didn't call a press conference to panic people. What, did you lie to them? I don't think so. Number two, George Bush, we weren't even thinking about Al-Qaeda. Gore and Bush were debating three times. It never came up. Blindsided, almost like the pandemic came out of left field. You could say that. And number two, number three, is Governor Pataki Hello? was secure enough to say, okay, Rudy City, I'm the governor. He wasn't saying, give me a press. Okay, I, I, I can't even listen to any more of that. Sorry, what was number what two? What is happening? What was number two? Number I don't two even know. Number three. Number three. Number one was you didn't call a press conference about 9-11? What? In uh, what? Uh, what? what? I, I mean, come on now. Come on now. There is so much Adderall in that administration. They can't keep track, man. It's unreal. I don't even know. Like, I don't. I hope Brian Kilmeade didn't, like, high-five himself when they went to break after that. He's like, yes, Brian, you fucking own that <laughs> Nailed shit. Nailed it, man. Fuck, I was like, Giuliani didn't call a press conference on 9-11. Now, let's first of all, there were reports that terrorist extremism was a becoming an issue. That was that wasn't a thing that was obscure. Also, with even covid, these are things people knew about. There's not like the Amer America's going to ignore their own foreign policy in a region of the world. and Be like, yeah, no, they're cool with all that. Uh, mm -hmm. We don't have to, we can just ignore that region of the world. Like that was the mentality. No, like people know the, no. the whole thing is so disingenuous. But this is what you have to do when you try and defend a president who out loud said, I'm going to obscure the threat of this pandemic because really, I don't want to fuck up the mar the stock market. Let's be real. It had nothing to oh do with the God. human beings. Yeah. It had everything yeah. to do with the stock market. He knows that what man. happens. 
He's got one job. He's here to bankrupt the United States of America and peace out. And couldn't be more straightforward about it. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I just really, I was, I'm like re-listening to Woodward's Fear from a couple of years ago. And it is just so like, I don't know, like if you read his book about the Obama administration, Obama's warts, you genuinely get like insight into mm. decisions that President Obama made that was not readily apparent in like public facing stuff. But here it's just like, it's oh god, it's it's, it's mayhem. important, but it's depressing because you're just like, I knew all this stuff, and 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 it's just being repeated back to you in the most horrific direct yes. terms possible by the person almost doing to, it, almost in a way that's insulting. Yeah, 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 yeah almost. almost in a way that you want to be almost. like, what are you doing here, Kim Jong Qaddafi? Why are you talking to me <laughs> like this? What are you doing to my country? Everyone in the world is worried about me. That's destabilization. We're still in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And still finding our feet. And like, you know, there was a, a an article I read earlier today about a like a psychologist who's like the trauma that the president has already inflicted with this like bio warfare campaign will be felt for decades. Like it's just an inescapable fact uh, that we are going through like a, like oh, trauma more, what, because what of is all this bio warfare. What you mean, like with covid or you mean like, yeah, in terms yeah. Of the climate. All of it, really, but in, in, but in this instance, which war? Which war? Yeah, um, pick pick either one, uh, but Is it yeah, the one on the post office, <laughs> right? Exactly. It... This one to do with the pandemic, unfortunately. Uh, we the the research is still out there for all the other wars, but who knows? We'll see when. I mean, hold on, just look out your if you're in California, the West Coast, just look out your windows. Oh, let me take a uh, look. Yep. Oh, it's still Mars. But you know what? When I look out there, I think I should have raked up some fucking leaves. So that's on me, y'all. I apologize. Get a leaf I, I FaceTimed. I FaceTimed my uh, my cousin and niece yesterday, and she was just like, what kind of filter do you have on your camera right now? I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't understand. That's oh, just damn. what the sky is like. Oh, brave. You're, you're outside? Oh, damn. FaceTiming? I was just in my backyard. I was just like in our yeah. like outside? in the back of the house or outside. Bravely outside? <laughs> outside for like three minutes and I scared her. So I went Yeah, inside. you're gonna scare Zara too. We know there's no outside. I'm sorry, Zara. There's we no all outside. know I'm there sorry. is no outside. There is only no, the sorry. outside. It's not real. There's no outside. <laughs> it was a fantasy. Sequence. We can stay I'm inside. Sorry. Just not where the red light Try is. <laughs> so um the other thing, so Trump has just been on a tear. Um, you know, he had a rally at the end of last week in Michigan where, I mean, this was something else like the 2020 Trump rallies have had a pretty interesting theme. Like for all people who watch, who have the unfortunate duty of watching rallies yeah. front to back, or for me sometimes just to like, kind of, you know, feel something inside. I'll watch a little bit. The energy is not energy is not the same anymore in 2016. You know, really? the rallies, they start strong. But from you can tell just from like his energy to the way the crowd responds to like talking points, they're even getting bored, which isn't a good sign because they used to go for, you know, like white supremacist Coachella and, and have yes. him do all the hits and they loved it. But now apparently like some journalists saying like in the last few months around the hour mark, people start leaving. Like even if he even in the middle of him talking, because typically they have to wait for so long just to get to the front to be able to see a uh, dear leader that oh. they they want to like by that yeah. point, they're old and shit. They're like, I can, honestly, I, I can right. feel my knees and we have to go. <laughs> by um, that point, they have covid oh. by the time they get to the front. They and that got was it. it. 
And so on on that note, this mm. rally was packed. Uh, thousands yeah. of people, very close together. Oh, no mask wearing. Uh, at very little mask wearing. Uh, a reporter for the New York Times was actually kicked out because she had tweeted images from the rally pointing <gasps> out the lack of mask usage. The Jesus. reason was, whoa, she didn't this get a press credential. Iran. She didn't get a press. I mean, they, they're doing it in a very American fascist way, which is like, there is a way to do it. She just didn't do it that way, which is she didn't have a press credential. So she didn't she didn't get hers in time. So when she kept pressing the office of the campaign for a credential, they just wouldn't give her one. So she showed up anyway, but she didn't have a press badge. But they're like, you used your New York Times account and tweeted it. Therefore, you're working and you don't have a thing. So you can't work here as president. You have to go because you told on us. Um, very cool. Very well, cool. Very chill. Inhales where you're about to start crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you actually can't do that. So yeah, that like when when like you have that like coward standing up for themselves kind of moment. <laughs> <laughs> like who are you crying? Uh, but also it's very important. Not it doesn't always mean it's not a sign of weakness to cry. But sometimes you got to compose yourself if you really want to give them all that energy. So yeah. the other thing that uh, was just to give you some insight at the rally before we get into the president's words was, again, the attitudes of the actual people attending. And you can only imagine, uh, you know, with Donald Trump's quotes this week, how people were feeling, specifically when someone from CNN is asking them, hey, so what's up? Uh, how y'all feeling about COVID in here right now with uh, none of the mask wearing? And uh, here we go. Because there's no COVID. It's a, it's a fake pandemic created to destroy the United States of America. But the president said to Bob Woodward that there is a virus, the coronavirus, and that it is devil. That's his opinion. The truth is, is that the, the CDC said that only less than 10,000 people die from COVID. The other 190,000 have 2.6 2. or 2.8 other mortalities. Does it worry you guys all to be in this crowded space? I'm not afraid. The good Lord takes care of me. If I die, I die. We got to get this country moving. You heard it here, folks. We got to get this country moving. And these people who can't actually acknowledge their own privilege or, uh, you know, proximity to the pandemic uh, aren't able to connect the dots. And are like, well, I, I think God is hooking me up or not that I'm a retiree who can afford to socially distance and you right. know, or can even stay like safe. their own like devotion to capitalism where at the end that yeah. man blatantly says like well you know if if the fucking like capitalism has to plow over me to keep going so be it i accept it capitalism is god's plan <laughs> i'll eat like, a shit Jesus grenade right here folks for capitalism we are shit grenade this is bizarre. I got to tell you, it is so surreal on so many levels to be here as a Iranian American looking at Mars covered mm -hmm. in smoke, yeah. wondering how the second election is going to turn out and listening to people so into their dogma and their like love of God that they've enmeshed with capitalism in this yeah. like bizarre theocratic mm -hmm. twist. On 9-11, I'm just having, like, so many odd, jaggedy mental moments. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, I've got wine. I was, was going to say, it sounds like it's a glass of wine. It's past noon. I mean, y'all, we haven't, I haven't even told you about the rally yet. Oh no, my God. I know. I think so. Let's do this. They, Dive in. So I want more. The, the rally kicks off with Air Force One pulling the fuck up with the ceiling missing like two chains. <laughs> and the fucking 
Fortunate Son is blasting out of the speakers, <laughs> no! which is a song about wealthy draft dodgers during the <laughs> Vietnam War. What is happening? So you hear fucking Fogarty. You hear his voice. The time of Fortunate Son, Trump comes out. On, and it's like, oh, y'all are. The okay, fortunatest okay. son. 100% most fortunate. Um, and then the whole thing, like I said, oh it was just meandering. Starts off strong, says a couple of things. And then we just get into like weird shit that people just check out when they're like listening to. Um, first, I just, you know, th there's a couple and I'll play these like sort of out of sequence because these are just sort of ones that uh, you have to check out Aaron Rupar, AT, at AT Rupar uh, on Twitter because he typically will capture most of the Trump rally stuff and clip it out for you on Twitter. So you don't have to endure the whole thing. But if you follow him on Twitter and you're watching live, it's kind of the same thing. So mm -hmm. one of the th first things he did um was say that he i don't know he got an award he said he won the michigan man of the year uh and i just want to preface this clip by what saying uh i want to just preface this clip by saying when it comes to michigan man of the year and trump winning it um no he fucking didn't and it's a made-up <laughs> award just so you know what he's That's about to talk about right award. now is For fake but is this is is it a fake pageant? I don't know, but listen to him. He's just up there just making stories up now. This is just, oh God, again, he's in Michigan. I'm Michigan Man of the Year. Peep this, hold that. But I was honored. I was doing very well. I was honored in Michigan. Does anybody know that? I was given Man of the Year award by somebody. Somebody? <laughs> oh I came in and I spent like 45 minutes talking about how you've been ripped off, how all your auto companies are leaving and going to Mexico, and by the way, to Canada too, but how they're all leaving and going to Mexico and Canada. I spent the whole time talking about it. I said, at the end, I felt embarrassed. I said, I hope I haven't insulted the state too much, but why do you let this happen? I stopped it. Okay. Um... I just have no more space in my head for stuff like that. Like It sounds like he does yeah. not either. No. It's, just, it's, it's pure jazz. I used to be like jokingly like when Trump gets off prompter, man, that's just Trump jazz. He's just going to kind of do his thing. And you, there's no way to predict what comes out of his out mouth. He is now full blown like improvising anecdotes like yeah, about yeah. that are completely disconnected. It went from Michigan to Mexico to because he he was the theme with him in Michigan is all he can think of is auto plants. And here yeah. was another anecdote he gave about how he like. Basically told Shinzo Abe, the former prime minister of Japan, he's like, I told Shinzo, I said, you got to you got to bring these companies back here. It ain't happening. You got to bring them. You got to bring these auto jobs back. And people are like, what's going on? Because like, why does your things... Trump sound like Batman? It's, it's all, it does, yeah, I mean, they're all the same, you know, uh, but I think in that sense, it was just one of those moments where he he's so sort of superficial in his understanding of like what the working person's gripe would be in that state oh. that all he was like Michigan auto workers. Uh, but, you know, he does know the history of Michigan, uh, especially with Detroit. You know what I mean? The things that have come out of Ford, uh, sure. you know, Barry Gordy. I think people know him as famous music label. I forget what the music label was called in Motortown, um, Motor City. I, I don't know. Let me let let me let Trump just uh, put us hip to what he believes came out of the great state of Michigan. Oh, no. Michigan gave us Motown. Gave us Motown, gave us the Mustang. Uh. 
Oh, good rebound. <laughs> Got it on the rebound. Got it on the rebound. Yo, he gave us Motang, y'all. Motang. We were talking with Danielle Radford last week about how it's just like, at this point, it's just like, there's just no more space in anyone's head for this bullshit. Like, it's just so, yeah. uh, it's it's infuriating. Motang. Motang. Yeah, Motang. And I just, I wouldn't be right to leave you with just a little bit more Antifa fear-mongering. Um, because again, uh, anti-fascists, people who oppose fascism. Oh yeah, uh, that's a the sentiment. You know, the other Antifa bowling league is not going to be thrilled about these little comments that have been yeah. made. <laughs> well, like, to, like to hear this: how Trump again? What even his perception is of people who are anti-fascist? But again, this is very much the Fox News right-wing media perception or concept of what antifa is which is people clad in all black wearing masks and just like busting windows and shit that like that's just a mode of existence for people who are just like walking the streets with chains like i'm fucking antifa it's like no, no you're context, a, you're a conservative yeah. boomer if anything uh people who are like walking down the streets looking for trouble so listen to this uh great just sort of again he doesn't like to panic people unless it's about making people fear anti-fascists they want to shut down auto production delay the vaccine they want to destroy your suburbs. Look at what I've done for your suburbs. You know what I've done. You know what I've done. Does anybody want to have somebody from Antifa as a member and as a resident of your suburb? I don't think so too much. Say, don't wow. Next door. Oh, it's a resident of Antifa. No, thank you. Let's get out of here. Let's get the hell out of here, darling. Let's leave our suburbs. Oh, I wish Trump were president. He wouldn't have allowed that to happen. And that's exactly right. I I'm sorry. A resident of Antifa has just moved. Anyway. Antifa we USA. Well, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Antifa USA. That's a fun cartoon. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Miley Cyrus remix. Let's Dropping see. Let's everything. get that one. Uh, so yeah, this is again the state of uh, the rallies now, and just the and even in the energy is waning. There, all the clips, like oh, you, there are moments where he brings up things like you know just typical run of the mill xenophobia, and they can't even get excited for that. So you know you hate to see that even uh, racists have like a threshold for boring <laughs> content. Um, they I'm are mix it up. Yeah, I, you really, I genuinely you really think do. they're all just like getting sick while they're standing there and just running out of steam. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, his I mean, just the way he's even talking now, like he's just he can't even go the extra mile to get people to cheer. He's like, and you know what I did for you? You know what <laughs> you it know. was. You remember you that. Know. Come on, cheer, everyone. <laughs> so Ugh. the other thing I want to touch on really quickly before we go to break uh, are these boat parades that we've seen. Or oh like God, everyone's like, look at this. Like, look at all these boats that have come out for dear cheater. It's it's um, it's amazing. What what has happened here? Two weeks ago, there was one in Texas uh, where five boats were submerged. A couple actually sank. It, it's been sort of a regular thing because like larger boats are just creating like huge wakes that are just coming over the sides of these smaller boats. On conservative media, some people were saying it was sabotage. Other people who actually know understand water and boats were like, it was not. It was the wakes of all these boats. But either way, they've been trying. But the thing that's really interesting is that a lot of this has become just a way for the president and the party and the media to undercut like polling numbers. 
because where they can't show polling number polls tightening and even in Rasmussen polls, which favor, you know, because they only use landlines. So they typically skew conservative. Mm-hmm. He's not even gaining in those polls. The whole thing is like, fuck it. You know, these boat parties are they show a group of people coming out and that's what we can point to. And apparently, like on the media, they are using this to sort of say, like, this is the silent majority, like to the point where even Trump himself has just saying the polling is fake. We have a silent majority, the likes of which nobody has seen. I just look. There are thousands of boats in lakes and rivers and oceans, (laughs) thousands and thousands of boats. It's called boaters for Trump. And I, it's just toilets. Yeah. It's just toilets with little boats in them. Just Not a million it. tiny Titanics. Like right. Well, and also great sample size too. Like, do you yeah. any any person I know with a boat is an old white guy with more money than me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen. Or a, another dude who all I know is this: I don't know somebody broker than me with a nice boat. You know what I mean? So it's a very specific group of a, the yes. boat owning public. Sure. Yes. The boat owning public has spoken. Yeah. uh, I mean, that story was, again, it was just so ridiculous that when I found out no one got hurt, I'm like, okay, so that's just, I guess, funny to me. (laughs) That the boat are titanicking themselves. I was voted. I was voted boat of the year. Oh. I'm boat of the year. Oh, you were Michigan's boat of the year? I was Michigan's (laughs) boat of the year. And I talked for 45 minutes about how. I didn't like when Chrysler left here, whatever that was, <laughs> Dodge or, you know, you know what I did for you. And I stopped it. Yeah. Dodge I tang. stopped it. He 100% did. All right, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll come back with some good, clean Catholic sex and some yes. Babu Frick stuff, which sounds so weird, but uh. buckle up. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, time to check in with the Vatican. You know, see see what's going on over there. I mean, as someone who went to a Catholic high school and has had a lot of uh, Catholicism it just smashed into their head, even though I was, you know, don't believe it. But I could, I could bang with the the best of them if you want to talk Catholicism. Um, <laughs> it's always interesting to see what's going on with Pope Francis that everyone loves to call chill Pope. He's the most chill pope, which I guess when, Francis. you know. I mean, it's like, what was, is that really saying? I mean, there was know? Nazi pope, so it's all relative, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? I was like, really, look at the yardstick there for chillest <laughs> but, pope. Um, so uh, there's a new book coming out that someone, you know, is working on and just getting some quotes. And, you know, he's had some interesting, uh, you know, takes that have felt more in line with the modern world. And this time they're, they're like, what about sex, uh, pontifex, father, <laughs> What about sex? What about fucking Pope? What about fucking? What's your stance on fucking Pope? Oh, baby. And and Pope said this: uh, pleasure arrives directly from God. It is neither Catholic <laughs> nor Christian nor anything else. It is simply divine. I uh, was he like jerking off while he said that? He goes on. Oh my God! The pleasure of eating and sexual pleasure Whoa. come. From God. Yeah. Okay. I, I, th- that was my own emphasis on those words, but those are his <laughs> words. Pope I... We call verbatim theater. A bit of verbatim theater, I believe is what it's called. <laughs> I mean, you got ha- to hand it to him. That's some chill Pope rhetoric. I mean, 
Dude, the <laughs> pleasure of eating and sexual. I'm like, oh, sign me up. Ooh, I'm like, okay, so he's a kinky pope. They're like, does that mean I can masturbate while having a communion wafer? Yeah. Can I yeah, combine I mean, them? But like Some nine people, and a half weeks. Catholics have been waiting to hear this shit for for <laughs> centuries to be like, God, come is from God. That's yeah. the loophole I've been waiting for, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that <laughs> that is a game changer. Someone's gotta tell my uncles about this. <laughs> right. I gotta go, I'm gonna go to my high school and march out front of my old high school and <laughs> be like, boom, come. Boom. Come comes from God. Come comes from God. Uh, like, I knew it. Yeah. I mean, come 316. <laughs> Check anyway. out my jizz grenade. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised my old high school never has me come back to address the youth. Really a shame. Like, hey, I have a lot to say. Just a quick update, everybody. <laughs> yeah, right? Just so you know, yeah, we could talk a little about podcasting and my journey from this school and into the working world, but just so y'all know, come 316. Okay, I got it. <laughs> um, oh, so, new merch. Come, new comes merch. From God. Come 316. Come comes from God. Come comes from God. Yeah, long leaf blower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got a leaf blower going too? Yeah. See, solidarity. Leaf blower. Yeah, leaf blower solidarity. So the Blow. Pope continued uh, saying that, like, when because they, they're asking, like, okay, Pope, this is kind of a hot take for you. You know what I mean? Especially from the this church. Like, hot. what's going on again? You know, like, what's the deal? And he said, basically saying that, you know, referencing the lifelong, the, the life of the entire life of the church about how it's been condemning the, the sexual pleasures and things like that. He described it as, quote, overzealous morality, a, long, a wrong interpretation of the Christian message. Ooh. I think many people, like, also took that quote, and I've I think their first thought was also like, okay, but what about some of these other things y'all still got going in the church that are sort of rigid? I mean, yes, very valid. The what about um, all the crimes? Sure. Sex what crime. about a? Is there a? What about the a woman's ability to choose what to do with their God given body? Oh, don't get don't, hey, hey don't let's like, not hey, touch hey, that. Hey, we just got to come. Okay? Yeah, we just got to. We just come. said come for the first time in the history of church. Yeah. And I look, <laughs> I'm the first pope to write cum on a chalkboard and spell it C-U-M nasty style, okay? Nasty like style. He's, like he's Bart Simpson. Cum comes from God. Cum comes from God. Cum comes from God. Cum comes from God. Someone anyway. please make it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and before uh, these lightning bolts just fly through my ceiling and st strike me down to smite me... Uh, <laughs> I do want to bring a big, a bit of good news. So a reason for all of us to rejoice, uh, especially for people who are, have a big investment in the Star Wars the sequels, uh, episodes seven, eight, and nine. Which no one really does, but the news is still them. good. <laughs> I love them. I love also how Reddit and the internet has an inexhaustible energy source to keep rewriting the fucking films or re-editing scenes. It's unbelievable oh that's fantastic. it doesn't um, stop yeah and you're like to the point where you're like did you like illegally obtain the footage that didn't have a score underneath it so you can like mash these <laughs> things up and they're like i actually was able to like isolate it's like okay thank you just so you know that's still not the movie and you're gonna have but, to do it um, it's like ah. but jamie i really i really brought this in for you um because babu I frick know, i appreciate it is your favorite character and i think also for me when he we is. like around the time we watched it he was like one of the best moments is that Babu Frick was just sort of like this absurd moment. Two 
means. He's yeah. only a two seed. He fix. He he's the one that like busts C three PO's. Like gives wipes C three PO's brain. Yeah. He's like he he works with what's her name. Uh, the unnecessary love interest they gave for uh, Oscar <laughs> Isaac. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he he, and then he goes, "Hey, hey!" That's his catchphrase. Hey, yeah, hey. <laughs> I love I- it. He's just, you know, just so for people who don't know, I'm just going to uh, say that he is who lived during the war between the First Order and the Resistance working as a droid smith, okay, mm-hmm. among the spice runners of Kijimi, okay? And he could reprogram. We don't have to get into all of that, but those are sort of his bona fides, bona fides. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, this plush toy, I think, is really... It's endearing, but it's, it's missing adorable. his whiskers. It's whis- missing his whiskers and long old man eyebrows that remind me of like. I don't know if I mentioned this the last time we talked to Bob- Babu Frick on mm-hmm. Zeitgeist, but the the like puppeteer who did his character has this like whole backstory about Babu Frick and how like Babu Frick has this like lost love in his life, and there's like. There's a whole piece that came out about it on Cinema Blend a couple oh of months ago that oh. it was like she has this whole she's like people don't understand because Babu Frick says maybe six words in the movie and they're all <laughs> hey hey right um but he there's actually a deep lore and I'm like I mean I don't I I'm I'm looking for a reason to cancel my Disney Plus subscription but if they <laughs> if if they did a Babu Frick series I would be like oh, okay okay I'll stay. That? I would, that? Oh my god! If I can stomach the Mandalorian, whatever that is, I don't have no, I don't know what that has to do with Star Wars. But Babu, Babu Frick, Frick really got overshadowed by Baby Yoda as the cutest Star Wars yeah, character of last we, year. That actually we didn't discuss the the concerted campaign of Babu Frick Erasure from mm-hmm. the expanded universe oh, damn, or just the, the universe. Um, I think it is. Uh, it's true. Um, they are trying to subvert this man because he's a droid okay. smith. He's like a working class hero. Uh, oh, you know what is. I mean? He's who's, our who's... Joe Plummer, Miles. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, you Hey man, Frick, it. Babu, Babu 2020, man. Fuck it, I'm writing <laughs> Babu freaking. This man gets it. <laughs> Apparently though, in the original like sort of iterations of the script, Babu Frick was going to get got and he would have been dead actually he would have died I didn't in know scene. that oh I'm yeah. so glad he lived so now we yeah. can have six seasons and a movie and I just so you know <laughs> before he became Babu Frick they were calling him Babu Zazi Babu Ooh. Zazi I'm kind of feeling Babu Zazi too like, I, like they... I, th- I like that just as much if not more they yeah, should be I like, like anything a... with a Z in it or bring yeah. them back yes Babu Zara Zazi. go off yes yeah. Babu Zara I bring them both <laughs> like put them together like, like a Millie Vanilli Type duo. Oh, I love it. Babu freaking Babu Zazi. Ooh. Babu Zazi. So here's here's the poll quote that Droid, I just found. You it. know it's true. There. <laughs> the poll quote about Babu Frick's um, backstory is this: It's beyond the film. Babu has lived a life. Somewhere out there, he has a lost love. He thinks about her sometimes when he sits down in his workshop and lets his thoughts drift away. That's what I think, anyways. I was like, wow. Bobby Frick is a fucking like Casanova. Oh my God. This is from Shirley Henderson? Yes. The woman who voiced him? Yes. And she's like, listen, there's more to this man than meets the eye. He's sensitive. Now, I didn't watch um, (laughs) Harry Potter, but she also voiced Moaning Myrtle. That's a thing. 
Oh, did she? Yeah. No way. That's Is that good? kind of fun. Uh, it's I, I don't feel one way or another about it. That's okay. fine. Wait, <laughs> I'll take it. She didn't need the to voice Moaning Myrtle because Moaning Myrtle had like a body. I wonder, was she? Was that did she play her... Moaning Myrtle? Is that the same person? I don't know. She said she's known for roles such as Moaning Myrtle in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets and Goblet nice. of Fire. Nice. Weird. Oh, I guess maybe that is her. Yeah, who played? Yeah, it is that. Oh that was shit! Her that's body. her. Oh, whoa, damn. Love her. Love this. Shout Love out Moaning her. Myrtle. Myrtle Elizabeth Warren is her full name, y'all. Don't think you know <laughs> oh, about that. So, that's right. uh, Frick uh, Hive twenty twenty. We're in the building. Frick Hive twenty twenty. I guess twenty twenty four. I think we have to wait till twenty. I'm, uh, let's be realistic that's re- here. Yeah, let's. I, that's true. It's we're too biting late. off a lot more than we can chew trying to get Babu on the ballot for this presidential election. <laughs> but you know what? We need to unify and get behind one reasonable candidate. Uh huh. Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Ha ha. Ba- I'm excited. This this toy doesn't come out till October 17th, which is just long enough for me to forget that I ordered it, and then, and then it'll when it show arrives. up, and I'll be like, hey hey. Do you do hey, that hey. when you forget you've pre-ordered something and it arrives? Do you ever go, okay, thank uh, 45 days ago, Jamie was not really thinking much about this purchase, or you're always like, yes, that's right, I got it. Do you ever like regret it? <laughs> I don't really. I don't know. I I usually don't. I always worry about that, and then I mm. don't pre-order things, and then I kind of regret it later. I have the oh, opposite. Oh, it's sold problem. out. Yeah. yeah, You don't want to be that one kid who comes to school without a Babu no. Frick plushie. Oh no, no, no. no. Uh-uh. I'm not gonna talk to you. No, no, no. And I'm glad you pre-ordered it. And actually, I will ask for evidence of that because if not, I will have to uh, block you on all my social media. <laughs> Zara, thank you so much for coming by and joining us uh, from the red part of California, not politically, just uh, skywise. Thank you for having me here, all the way from Mars. Uh, Where can people (laughs) find you and follow you, and what is a tweet that you like? You can catch me on this season of United Shades of America with W. Kamau Bell on CNN. Yes, caught you there. Follow me everywhere at Zara Comedy. My favorite tweet is from Josh Gondelman. He wrote, every so often I look at pictures of myself from February as a reminder that I didn't have it together before the pandemic either. (laughs) I love Josh. That's the best. Oh, man. He went from like, what, last week tonight to Jesus and Mero, didn't he? Yeah. Very, very. I like that move. Look at that. him. (laughs) Dude, I just... I wonder what that's like to write for Diza Samaro. <laughs> that that what that vibe? What's what kind of vibe is that exactly? <laughs> uh, okay, how about this, Young Babu, Babu Zazi, aka Babu Jamie, Babu Zamboni, yeah, yeah, Babu yeah. Boney. Uh, <laughs> what what what? Oh, Babu Boney. Uh, what's uh? Thank you. First of all, thank you so much hey. for you know being with me as I spiral out of control on mic. Uh, Always on caffeine. Glad to be a TA. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's my tea. You will respect her. So if she asks you to do something, you will also do something. Okay. Thank you to my students. She's a freshman uh, in college. So yeah. please. <laughs> so she kind of like knows stuff and like don't ask her about partying and stuff. She She's not allowed to talk to you guys about that. <laughs> uh, well, where can people find you and follow you? And what's a tweet that you're liking? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help, Instagram at Jamie Cray Superstar. I'm going to shout out my dear friend, Andrea Moore, um, at a more underscore or less. Uh, she is awesome. And we, this week, along with a bunch of other people with Street Watch LA, 
did an action about uh, so so the the framing for this tweet is that the screenwriter for Point Break had boulders installed where unhoused people used to live uh, in an act of hostile architecture. And uh, a bunch of people moved the boulders. And so I'm going to shout out her thread. It's a really interesting look at hostile architecture in L.A. in general. And if that is not a term you're familiar with, today is a great day to become familiar with it. But the tweet is, uh, NIMBY spent $3,500 on ugly boulders to prevent unhoused people from existing in their neighborhoods, so we moved them. And the pictures are very funny because uh, boulders are hard to move and everyone looks very tired. This has been, that topic comes up a lot, you know, like especially on L.A. discussed internet anythings and it's sure yeah still so baffling to me the mindset of a lot of these people who like going to like well you know the people are just concerned about like their neighborhoods because these people can be violent and And while i understand that they're they're, like any walking any street there's a risk of encountering someone who may not be a a do-gooder but like the idea that like that's the only reason why and completely missing the point that this is a failure of the city uh, it's and just like, absolute bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, it's the most heartless thing you could possibly do. And like you're saying, like just l- missing a connection in your head right. of like, oh, if I put rocks somewhere, w- then this person then the pro- who problem solved, like who didn't have access to the support they needed, whether that was medically, financially, for their mental health, yeah. etc., is in there. They want to be there. And I just want to tell people, if you're not in a city that has a huge unhoused population, please start using the term unhoused uh, because yes. that already says homeless means you are not in possession of a home. But unhoused puts a little more emphasis on the people who we pay taxes to and things like that to you know mm-hmm. ensure that things like that are a basic human right, you know, roof over your head. Uh, yeah. And it's also tight. I, I think... Who is it? Uh, Brittany Nichols, too, I think was part of that. Yeah, yeah. And I saw her, I saw on her Twitter, uh, somebody was like, I took some of your pictures and put it in a Craigslist ad and basically on Craigslist oh, yeah. said, hey, if you're looking for some fucking boulders for your yard. Free boulders. Free boulders. Yeah. Just come Brittany pick them Nichols up. Brittany Nichols rocks. I'll, I'll shout, uh, shout out Brittany as well. That's at B is hilarious. Yeah, we got to um, have her on soon, too. You should. Yeah, she's, she's the best. She's like uh, another person who I'm like, we follow each other and like, like each other stuff. And then I'm like, are we? Can I? Uh, we should use it's our voices to talk to at some point. Friend. She she's <laughs> yeah. like uh, doing the coolest shit, and I've learned a lot just from like following her alone. But yeah, so but th- the good news is the boulders. The the guy who basically organized to install boulders had to then pay to have them removed because it's littering. Good. Um. So I just I liked how like he hadn't that. tweeted in like four years because I think I, I think <laughs> Brittany had added him in a tweet. And I was yeah, like, let me see what did, this yeah. fool is doing. He hadn't said shit in forever, but I like how people are in his replies like, hey, turd, you want to keep fucking around? Uh, okay, well, thank you for that. In terms of me, let me just tell you all a tweet that I like. This is from at remember underscore Sarah from Sarah Marshall. The tweet is, remember the 90s when David Schwimmer would say lesbians and the audience would laugh and <laughs> laugh and laugh? <laughs> Damn, what a fucking <laughs> shit. The lack of awareness, man. Like, there are times I saw, I can't, I still think about this. Uh, Her Majesty, my partner, she's like, You don't watch Friends? I'm like, No, nah, man, I don't see a fucking person that, that, no, I don't know. I don't watch Friends. <laughs> There's nothing about it that appeals to me. And like, but everyone's like, It's such a good show. I'm like, Okay, I'll watch something. And then I saw how like Matthew Perry's uh, like, like mother was transgender. 
and they became like this whole bit. I was like, yo, this what? is aggressively out of nowhere. Yeah. God, oh, see, I like I've seen like five. They're like your mom, your dad's a cross dresser. And it was just like, well, okay. Anyway, but look how how far we've come from the '90s, which like, isn't that yeah, far at all. Just like, let it go. Let's let these and shows the, go. The man in a dress trope. I think that lasted until like three years ago. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's, still. It's I mean, still people goes, still say yeah. things like people still say that like terribly dated, problematic. Uh, you still like problematic terms i have to like hit my older family members to it all the time like oh no 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 no, no. we're not no 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 come on keep yeah. up with the times right uh yeah there there was um i'm trying i'm trying to find the name uh disclosure that awesome netflix documentary that came out earlier this year that like explores that trope and like the portrayal of trans people um on tv and in movies in in detail it's really good yeah uh okay so that's that's my tweet uh you can find me at twitter uh, and Instagram at Miles of Gray, and also the other podcast, Four Twenty Day Fiance. Uh, if you watch Ninety Day Fiance, I love the show. Come by, check it out. Uh, we have, if you look on the Apple Podcast app, low key. I just, I do like the worst Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jerry Seinfeld impressions <laughs> on there, and the algorithm says that they're guests on the podcast. Uh, legitimately, Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Long may that live. So it's an all star cast. Please stop by with uh, myself and Sophia Alexandra. Uh, you can find us, the Daily Zeitgeist, on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist, on Instagram at The Daily Zeitgeist. We have a Facebook fan page. We got a website, www.dailyzeitgeist.com. Also, that's where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Thank you. Um, as well, just so you know, uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. So if you'd like a little bit more of that, check out the iHeartRadio app. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, uh, and with that, oh, we shall Miles. move on to the song we are riding out on. It's Monday. It's time to get the energy so fucking charged up so you can get through another week of our personal heavens or hells. But we will choose in this context to call it our dancing heaven. Uh, and long may it live. This is a... F- I don't know how I got to this album. Look, sometimes I go on SoundCloud and I end up on the other side with some good music. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's a banger. This is a flip from Andrew and True Hill. I don't see. I don't know how you spell this, but it's Andrew and then a period right after the W. And then this other artist is T R V E space Hill. Okay, so I don't know how you say that. Maybe if they're trying to be clever, using the V as the U's, or maybe it's an A, like ASAP. I don't know. Okay, I'm old. I don't know what the new things are that the kids <laughs> do to type their names. Uh, but this track is called Solo Sao, and it's got this violet funk vibe. I don't know, man. You feel like you in Brazil and the Jinga is shooting up your spine uh, like the devil's wine. So <laughs> check this track out. You will enjoy it. Uh, you can only find this one on SoundCloud, so go over there and go uh, support those artists. Uh, and with that, we will write out on that. Thank you, Zara. Thank you, Jamey. And until Thank next time. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime. Yeah. We will see you on a little bit to talk trends and also tomorrow. Bye. Bye.